Hello and welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack, and I want to start off this uh, episode by saying and apologizing for the uh, lack of content for a little while. What with holidays, uh, jobs, whatnot, Julia got a uh, coaching position, so she's been doing that on top of working in school. Um, so it's been a little bit difficult to record and get things done. Uh, but I decided I can just go ahead and tackle some episodes on my own. Uh, and I also wanted to start with any ones that we had planned or the ones we had talked about previously. We're kind of just putting those ones uh, to the side. Uh, there was, so there was ones in December that we wanted to do for the month of December that we're not going to be tackling uh, un probably until uh, the next December. Or we'll figure out when to incorporate them uh, back into the mix. Uh, so today it is just me. Uh, Julia is not here with me. I just wanted to put that out there, let everyone know what's going on. Uh, but welcome. I hope everyone's been well. But we're going to dive right in. Uh, today we are going to be talking about the morning gecko and that's morning as in like, uh, grieving or sadness, not morning, uh, as in the time of day. Uh, so the morning gecko is a type of gecko gecko. It's scientific name is a really fun one. And I'm only sharing this. It doesn't have any big significance, but I think it's a pretty fun name. It's Lipodactylus lugubris. It's just a fun one to say. I thought I wanted to share that one with you. Uh, a nickname that it has is the common smooth scaled gecko. And as you can see in the pictures, you can see how like smooth they appear. And it is a more, one of the more common geckos that you will see. As for where it is found, it is found all over the place. It is found in Asia, Asia, Oceania, and North America. So countries like uh, the Maldives, Sri Lanka, India, Myanmar, United States, Vietnam, Thailand, Cambodia, Japan, Taiwan, China, Indonesia, Singapore, Philippines, Papua New Guinea, Australia, and Samoa. And it was introduced in uh, Mexico, Brazil, Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, Panama, Ecuador, Colombia, Chile, and the Seychelles. Seychelles. I'm not sure to pronounce that last one, honestly. Um, so the first group of countries that I named were ones where it's uh, indigenous to. The second group is where it was introduced to. And the type of environment that the morning gecko enjoys is a more uh, desert, uh, shrublands, uh, even some tropical moist forest as well. They're found in coastal regions of the Indian and Pacific Oceans, uh, so in those countries that I had mentioned. And they live in a wide range of lowland habitats, like including rainforests, deserts, plantations, and other human-modified areas. As for appearance, as you can see in some of the pictures that have been flashing up, uh, it's a pretty muted uh, appearance. They are light to dark tan in color with dark spots down the length of their back and a brown stripe from the ear to the tip of the nose. Uh, they're capable of firing up and down to change their color. And what that means, they're not like um, like chameleons where they can like really change their color and do something crazy or like octopus. Um, they kind of just can get darker or they can get lighter and it's to help... Uh, blend in with their environment different times in the day. So they still want to stay that like brownish tan color because of whatever rocks or whatever it may be. But uh, depending on like the time of day, they may be want to be a little darker or a little lighter to help blend in with their environment. Uh, their size, they are not very big at all. Uh, they range from eight and a half to 10 centimeters. Uh, so the average size is about three to four inches when fully grown. So they are not very big at all. As for some other physical characteristics, uh, the geckos are very agile climbers. I'm sure most people have seen some kind of gecko at some point in their life. Probably one of the more common ones, the leopard gecko. It's a common pet. Um, 
the agile climbing it's to do with their specialized toe pads that geckos have that enable them to climb smooth and vertical surfaces that's where you can see geckos sticking to like glass uh and they can even climb across uh indoor ceilings with ease uh beyond the coloration uh the morning geckos have all the hallmark hallmark features you'd expect from other geckos uh that includes things like triangular head uh prominent tail and sticky pads on their feet and then as for what they eat, uh, they are omnivorous, uh, so they will eat insects, fruit, pollen, uh, whatever they can come across, whatever they can get, their, uh, get in their mouth, really. Uh, and then as for what eats it, uh, it's basically one of those situations where anything bigger than it. So it could be uh, other lizards, um, birds, uh, any kind of uh, mammals that may eat them, and basically anything bigger than it is most likely going to be uh, preying on this lizard. Uh, and then as for uh, what it does when it gets threatened, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know about this, but in case you didn't, geckos have a really cool defense mechanism. When threatened, the geckos will flee and they'll hide under the nearest surface. And what they will do uh, is if they end up getting captured before they're able to flee, they will uh, lose their tails. Uh, and it's intentional. They want their tails to fall off. Um, it's a process called autot autotomy. Um and it's to either create a diversion or maybe something will eat the tail. And by the time it's finished eating the tail, the gecko has gotten away uh, because it still has meat on it, still nutrients. Um, and it also, to some creatures, may look like a worm or something. As for mating, um, the morning gecko has year-round mating. So it, it will mate throughout the entire year. Uh, and they are parthenogenic and this is a new term to me and this is a really interesting concept i knew some animals did this but i wasn't i didn't realize how prolific it was so parthenogenic uh, reproduction means that males are not necessary for reproduction um so as such while males do exist they are very rare and often sterile uh so the female morning geckos will lay eggs and they are essentially just clones of herself is essentially what they are and how they get um genetic diversity is through uh, mutations that may happen and that uh, the females may pass on those mutations creating these new genes. Uh, the egg laying, uh, the incubation period is between 65 and 103 days. Uh, the clutch size is usually one to two eggs and the clutches are laid uh, every four to six weeks approximately. Then as for the child rearing, uh, upon hatching, juveniles are a mere one and a half inches long. So they are tiny when they come out of their eggs. They reach sexual maturity at about eight months of age. And at that point, they'll start to lay eggs about, uh, they'll start to lay about two eggs every four to six weeks, as I said. So uh, they're pumping out numbers pretty quickly. Uh, and then as for lifespan, a morning gecko can live uh, around, on average, uh, 10 years in captivity. So obviously it's going to be smaller uh, number in the wild, but they can live a decently long time for a gecko. Then some uh, behavior uh, topics for the morning gecko. So I thought this one was fun. Uh, the group name for a group of morning geckos is a lounge. So you can have a lounge of geckos. Uh, they are cathemeral. Uh, which means that they are a active at irregular interval intervals. So uh, it just depends on when they're hungry, when they need to go. Uh, there's no set uh, night or day uh, pattern that they follow. And they can be heard and observed chirping at and chasing one another at virtually any time of day or night. Apparently, they are very playful uh, with, them, with other geckos. 
uh, they're primarily nocturnal, but like I said, it's there. It's that cathemeral where uh, it's an, it's an irregular intervals. Um, they are usually encountered exposed, uh, but near cover during the day. So they're out, but they're not really like out and about like they would be during the night. And because most of the geckos are female, uh, there's a lot, there's not, not a lot of territorial, uh, disputes and behaviors that you would see. A lot of that comes from usually male, uh, males in the species because of testosterone and aggressiveness and whatnot. Uh, there is occasional infighting and aggression is, can be typical. However, spar sparring rarely results in serious injury. Uh, so that's not really a concern for them. And then as I kind of, uh, said earlier they you can hear them chirping uh they also make will make squeaks and creaks at each other uh and i'm sure you can find some really fun uh sound effects of what these kind of sound like uh but it is a really cute sound that they make and then as for population size uh they are not evaluated by the iucn so the, as always the iucn is what we go by for uh the endangered level of these animals and they are not evaluated by the iucn uh, but given their widespread uh, populations over multiple countries and continents, uh, they don't face any major threats. Um, but as always, there's going to be stuff like a deforestation and uh, enemy, any uh, human interaction that may come from being in their habitats are going to be probably the biggest things that you will see when it comes to the morning geckos population size. And uh, a fun fact that I have for the morning gecko is so they're occasionally kept as pets uh, due to their very simple care requirements. They are not very difficult uh, animals to take care of and they are very social. Uh, and because they are parthenogenic, they produce they reproduce very well in captivity. And uh, most individuals kept are are as pets are captive bred. Uh, so most of the ones that you find in a pet store were most likely not caught in the wild and brought to a pet store. It's they were most likely captive bred because it's just so easy to breed them since a male's not required. A female can just be laying eggs and you got some more uh, morning gecko babies on your hands. And that wraps up everything that I, I have right now on the morning gecko. Um, I might do uh, another episode or two by myself here and there. Julia may come be coming in more for others. Uh, we're also going to experiment with a uh, another um, kind of uh, what would be the word? Another kind of format uh, where my partner will come in and I'll be talking about the animal tour. She'll be coming in blind. She will have minimal um, or no idea of what we're talking about. Um, and I will talk to her and get her reactions, see if we can get some fun reactions out of her. Um, she might ask some good questions that can help uh, spur some good conversation that we can talk about this animal. Uh, so that's another format that we're going to be experimenting with. Uh, again, thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. I want to get back into a regular schedule and get these out. Um, hope everyone has had a good holidays, a good start to the year, and we'll catch you again uh, next time. Enjoy. Mm -hmm.